0: Now, a message from the U.N.
1: One, two, three, four. I've been working here One day it'll be a year And I can't recall the day When I didn't want to disappear But I keep showing up I'm growing up if it takes a lifetime well, I'm learning how to be alone Fall asleep with the TV on And I fight the earth live inside my telephone Keep my spirits high Find happiness by and by If it takes a lifetime Too far from a race that I forgot where I come from and The line between right and wrong was so fine Well I thought the highway loved me but she beat me like a drum well, My day will come if it takes a lifetime My day will come if it takes a lifetime
0: Back, Andy Frasco's World Sand Podcast. I'm Andy Frasco. How's our heads doing? How's our minds? Are we staying out of trouble? Are you not letting the demons get you the fuck down? That's what I'm talking about. We're out here, we're out in these streets saying, Not today, devil. Not today. I'm in, um, I'm backstage at the Variety Playhouse today. Um, I'm on tour with Doom Flamingo. We got Kanika in the building, she's just singing like an angel. In the bathroom while she's uh, doing her makeup for the show, where we have like 20 minutes before the set, we're we're running a little late. I'm trying to I'm trying to get one more um, opening in before I head to Europe. Yes, I'm going to Europe, baby. Um, the Jew is going to Germany. Let's fucking go. We're back, baby. We're back. I'm not gonna try to get arrested this time. God damn, I still that. that it still haunts me going to a German jail. I don't know why. Maybe it's just in my blood. Maybe it's just <laughs> maybe it's just uh, you know, the past anxiety of the past. But um I fucking love Germany. The Germans are so nice, they're sweet people. Um and it's just such a blast going to Germany and Netherlands. It's gonna be so fun. Um, but enough about the tour because um we have Doom Flamingo. This tour has been so amazing with these guys. I just, you know, When you find your people, you find your people. You know what I'm saying? I was talking about it last week. I found my people in the comedy group, and I got got my people here um, with my music people. You know, I got Ryan Stasick, I got Ross Bogan, I got fucking Kanika Moore, Um, the best in the business. And uh, when you're surrounded with people that, you know, push you up, inspire you, of course you're going to do your best. That's about life. You got to surround yourself with people who are going to, put you in a position to be the most authentic, be the best you can be. So, ladies and gentlemen, I told you this last week. I'll say it again. It's never too late to find your people. Don't If you don't like your homies, get the fuck out of that situation. Say bye, Felicia. Not today. I'm going to find some people who love me and we're going to get out there and fuck shit up together. Because life is too short to hang out with people we don't fuck with. Am I right, Kanika? Yeah! Uh, yeah. Fuck Yeah! <laughs> She's in the bathroom, doing her makeup, and I'm just yelling, doing motivational speeches in a in a basement dressing room <laughs> in Atlanta. But um, let me see if Stacy Stacy!
1: Sick! Stacy, sick, you there?
0: I guess she's not in there. When Kanika gets out of the bathroom, we'll get her on the show. But um, yeah, how's everyone doing? I feel fucking great. Band's kicking ass. Um, hey Kanika, what do you, you want? Come in here. Come here. Kanika Mora, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Kanika Mora. Hi, hey, hey, queen. Come over here. Come over here. Camera's oh, here on. today. Oh, this shit. is going to be all titties. Nothing oh, <laughs> <Right here.
1: Hair
2: laughs> but titties
0: in. in that video. Um, hi. Hi. How you doing?
3: I'm good.
0: I always love hanging out with you. Same. How is it? you feel okay? I mean, you've been on a fucking tear with the talk band and then this like are you tired like you got to be fucking tired
3: no no i'm not tired you know the problem is it's like um having the energy because you know you need to do it and then getting off of the road and then readjusting to that
0: that's the worst
3: yeah it's like the in-between that i have a problem with i can give the energy and i can hold it in when i need to but like is that when you're most
0: depressed when you're off the
3: road Yeah, because I'm like, now I got to do like normal shit like everybody else does. And I'm like, I really suck at that. We're not
0: born to be um, to do normal shit.
3: Functioning. (laughs) I feel like that. It's like, (laughs) it's harder to be a regular
0: human than to do what we do. You know, like everyone's like, God, it must be so tough, Trav. I'm like, this is where I'm fucking alive. Yeah. You feel that way too?
3: Yeah,
0: I do. What's going on in your head? You got to... You got, what are you doing? We got Atlanta, and then you got Raleigh, and then what, you go back to Doom Tour, or you go back to Talk Tour? And then Tour? I
3: go back with Talk. Are you making money? Yeah.
0: Let's fucking go. Well, that's, that's what I'm talking good. about. Let's go, Queen. <laughs>
1: we
3: out here making that money. Go get them.
0: Yeah, just make sure you don't burn out because I need you. I need you around for eighty years because if you lose energy, then I'll be like, "What the fuck am I going to do?" Because you're the only person. Yeah, I feel the same way
3: about you.
0: Like, I feel great. If you ever
3: tap out of energy, I'm going to be like, "Remember
0: that time I almost quit?" And I talked to you, and you you told me not to quit. and I said, "Okay."
3: (laughs) I actually told you about the benefits of both sides because I wanted you to make a decision for yourself. Right. You made a good one. I made I'm a good glad. one. We're You're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do,
0: you need to, do you need to get all your gear? Do you need to get set up? Um,
3: I got like actually, I got like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, go do. I'll talk. Yeah, then. go, go,
0: go, go. Um, set up. Go that way so no one watches you change. Okay, and I won't look either. I know there's a mirror there, but I won't look. Um, but yeah, you know, it's right. You gotta. You, of course, you gotta give your energy out to the things you want to do, but you also gotta save your energy for the recharge. And it's so important to recharge, because if you don't recharge, then um, what, what are you here for, you know? You're not going to make it long enough if you don't just keep recharging. So uh, keep, keep in staying inspired, keep being who you want to be, and if you want to burn the candle of both ends, it's fine. But you're going to have a couple days where you're going to have existential dread. And if you don't know what existential dread is, it's fucking miserable. Do you agree, Kanika?
3: Yes, yes, I agree. Oh my God, I agree existential
0: dread is the word because like it's not you who are is trying to quit it's just your body just you have no dopamines to pick you up so when you get to those moments take a deep breath and realize it's just existential dread and we're gonna get through it all right um we have felipe espranza on the show yes comedian last comic standing he is fucking hilarious i met him on the Burke kreischer cruise I'm going to start rolling out these uh, comedian podcasts. He's the best. He's from Los Angeles. His story is crazy. He was a crackhead, (laughs) and uh, he was a gangbanger, and he was in a gang. He watched a bunch of people die and stuff. He tells you this crazy story of his life, and he finally cleaned up, and he's been doing the best comedy he's ever done. And uh, for that, we um, we thank that he's alive, and we thank you for the art. But I think you're going to love this interview. He's from Los Angeles. We vibe hard on L.A. And, uh, you know, comedians, like I said last week, you know, comedians could... You could basically... A comedian could just do the whole podcast for an hour. I don't even have to say one thing, and they're just so good at podcasting because Just in their blood to talk, you know. Musicians, it's kind of you got to like rev the engines to get anything out of them. I'm like, I just said, like, so tell me about LA. Well, someone died, and I was in a gang. I'm like, holy shit, keep going. So, um, and it's so funny. I was crying. I mean, it was just laughter and tears. It was was a heavy conversation. So I think you're really gonna love this one. Um, all right. So,
1: Stacey, here, Stacey, shut the fuck up. (laughs)
0: What's up, Brian Stacey's in the fucking building.
1: Let's go. Up, buddy.
0: Hey, Ryan, what's up, buddy? Hi, how you doing? Sit down right know, here. Sit down in my it's office. A face made
4: for radio. <laughs> no,
0: you having fun, dude? It's
4: a blast, dude. Right? The best. I'm telling you. All I wanted to do was dress up Sit like Floyd to to today, and I ended up. Oh, it is a video. It is. I ended up dressing like Eccles. You really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you actually are wearing the Unplanned. Eccles
4: shirt. Unplanned. Oh my God.
0: See. You have fun on these Umfries Frasco tours, I mean, Doom Frasco tours as much as you have fun on those Umfries tours? No, the Umfries tours are
4: pretty bleak, and uh, <laughs> it's like Suicide Tuesday when you come home.
0: It's rough. Sorry, guys. Oh, man. Here, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Here we are. But it's been nice to hang out with you in this type of setting, not when you're on a tour bus and I got to like knock on the door like little Oliver Wood. Like, hello, sir. May I please come into the tour bus and hang out with you, Ryan? No, this is the best, man. I'm grinding it. I love it. Yeah, and, like- and the, the
4: energy, it, it's so much fun to sit in and play. And, and you're just, you know, you're some of my favorite people. I'm not you're just the- saying that shit for this.
0: You're the best. Are we going to have Ambien Thursday? We're going to do Ambi Olympics on... Tomorrow. Tonight. Oh, we're doing it tonight? Yeah, ambient Olympics? Yeah, everybody
4: gets five milligrams and, and four shots. <laughs> and then two hours later, you have to do a piano solo okay. and some other sort of Olympic event. But we have to have a sober person.
0: Okay. We're not crazy. Yeah, Bo will be the sober Beau, yeah, person. Bo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Is, 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 ambient Olympics is tonight? It's tonight. Let's fucking go. I'm so excited <laughs> for this. Oh, Yeah. We got Felipe on the show, comedian. You, you, I know you love comedy. Stay I sick. love
4: comedy. I'll tell you a real quick story. One time, Humphries uh, had um, Hannibal Burris open up for us, oh, sick. and uh, like a bunch of dumbasses, we were playing a college town, DeKalb, Illinois, and we didn't announce him or tell anybody that there was going to be comedy before the show. We just said. Hannibal, go out there. <laughs> and Hannibal did a jam band show. He, he did. This is the long, long time ago, and it basically, he, he, you know, he had to stop because nobody, under, nobody introduced him. He just went out and started talking to a bunch of college kids, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh my but god! But yeah, legendary Hannibal Burse.
0: Was it? Was it funny? Did it kill? Of course, it killed. He's great, dude. He's the best. He's. I forgot. He's from Chicago. Yeah. Oh man, did I was you, just did really, he like your music. I was really probably not. I was really disappointed <laughs> that we weren't professional enough. To give the man an introduction. That's what you got to do when you have a comedy act. Do you got to go up there and say, hey guys, this is a special moment. We're having a comedy, so everyone shut the fuck up and start laughing. Yeah. That was always one of my favorite
4: parts of Bonnaroo, was the comedy tent. Mm-hmm. And even when, when Chris Rock did the main stage, I think, before Metallica and stuff, in, getting both of those together is great. But right. you have to advertise it and let people know. You just can't give a guy a mic and be like, good luck.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they'll think it's like it's some guys like <laughs> trying to just jump the stage and try to get some you know, Stasic time or yeah, some Yeah, right? Shit. God damn it. That shit's um, expensive. By the way, while, while I have you on the pod, how was... Uh, the 20, 20 Drummer Palooza. It was Drummer Palooza over there at Humphreys McGee. It was great. It was great, right?
4: uh, On a serious note, as a bass player, it was one of uh, the most educational, fun things to do to really understand what my role is as a bass player, playing with different drummers who have different dynamics and different approaches to our original music. And What'd you learn? Because uh, I learned nothing. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I bet you fucking... No, man. They all put in the time. They shed it. They put in the work. It was just... It was really fun. And the opportunity to play with just different people each week uh, keeps you on your toes. It was refreshing. It was great. It was great. But Chris is healing. Chris is...
0: Yeah. He's getting better. You just announced that uh, Chris is back in January. Hopefully, Chris will be fully healed in January. We miss him. We love him. He's... he's. uh, Yeah, we miss you, Chris. I can't believe this is going to be a long-ass tour. I'm, I'm... I've never seen you guys do this long a tour in a long time. It's been a while. It's been a while. But January to March, I mean, boys, you guys going to like kill each other after that? Uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Only time we'll will see. tell. We'll Ryan see. Stasek, thanks for being on the show. Um Thank you. Yeah, go fuck it up. I know we have to play in like 10 minutes, so yeah. go out there, go warm up. Love I love you. you. Ryan Stasek, baby, let's fucking go. Ryan, baby. We love you, bud. That's what he said. It's an educational process, he says. You know, that's what we're talking about. You know, if you're feeling like you've just been doing the same shit, hanging out with the same circles, go out there, change some shit up. It's okay to change things up. Do you agree, Kanika? Yes,
3: I agree. I agree. I approve this message.
0: <laughs> we're all in a fucking hurry today. We're all trying to get the year up. Everyone's trying to do some gigs. So I'll leave you with this. Um, do you want to do the motivational speech for today, at least, Kanika? Okay, you can do it from there so you don't have to... I know you're doing You find
3: yourself in an awkward place And you put yourself there I want you to take a look around Because all those people inspired that moment If that moment does not serve you Then find another moment How the fuck did you pull that out of your ass? I don't know, I got makeup in my eyes fucking go,
1: go, go, take out the makeup
0: Go, 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 get out of here It's true, it's true people You are control. You are in control of your destiny If you like it or not So what are you going to do about it? You're going to just marinate your own shit or you're going to get out there and take take uh, the bull by the horns or whatever the fuck that saying is, right? Right, Kanika? Yes. Yes. Um, all right, guys. We love you. Enjoy Felipe. Um, this episode is sponsored by Dialed in Gummies. Yes, the best Dialed in Gummies on the planet. I'm going to be sad because I'm not going to be able to bring them to Europe because I don't want to go to German prison. Oh, you have Dialed in Gummies too? Oh, my God. Kanika has the Dialed in Gummies as well. These are the Harry Potter ones. <laughs> these are cool. I've never seen these. Dialed gummies. The best, honestly, if you're in the Denver area or Colorado area, if, um, the mountains are getting a shit ton of snow. So if you're going out to the mountains, um, go grab yourself some dialed and gummies. They're awesome. They taste great. They're harmonized. So They're right. They're good, right? Yes. Um, even Kanika loves them. And um, I never see you smoke weed, actually. So this is nice that you're eating weed. That's good saving your voice, too. She's she's helping her voice out by eating gummies instead of smoking them. Um, actually, that sounded very vulgar. I apologize about that. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying. Go grab yourself some dialed-in gummies. And if you want to watch us frantically do a podcast opening while trying to get ready for our show that's going to happen in about seven minutes, head to volume.com. Volume.com is... Um, the best live streaming uh, service in the business. If you're a content creator, might as well get your stuff on volume.com. It only helps um, people. I'm telling you, there's too many uh, too many things getting uploaded on YouTube. There's too many things getting uploaded everywhere else. You might as well get on a new site that has new followers every day I hear I just got the numbers that our podcast is bringing tens of thousands of people to volume.com which is fucking awesome the podcast is blowing up we love it we love to see it let's keep it moving people let's keep it moving so I'm um, head to volume.com if you're a content creator put your stuff on volume.com they have the best team in the business and if you're just a, a fan and you just want to watch archived live footage, or if you—I mean, our whole podcast is archived on Volume.com. If you want to back stock some backlog, some some podcasts, and watch uh, everyone get into the mode, watch Nick's face look the fucking same when he's sad and happy and <laughs> lonely, just the same fucking mm, hello. I'm happy. Mm, I'm sad, y'all. Yeah. Then head to Volume.com. All right, guys. Enjoy Felipe. Um, this interview is amazing. He's the man. So funny. So real. And I just understood. he, he From Mexico, he tried to uh, uh, jump the border four times and couldn't get into the country, into the last one. Now he's in, and we're happy that um, he's an American uh, American man, American made. And it, for him to win last comic standing and for him to just... You know, get through his addictions um, to be happy, and now he's found love. It's just beautiful. So I I know you're gonna love this interview. And um, all right, guys, I'm I'm on my way to Europe. The next interview you'll hear, I'm gonna be in Florence. I changed it. I'm not going to Japan anymore. I'm going to Florence. My whole family bailed on me, so I'm fuck it. I'm going by myself to. I'm gonna see the Italian roots of me. I'm gonna eat fucking pasta. I'm gonna. Smoke so many cigarettes. I'm going to drink so many espressos that I won't even have to th- think about cocaine or mushrooms for seven days. Okay. All right. I love you and uh, be safe. And Kanika, this has been the time of my life torn with you. You're the best. And uh, forever, friends and forever, your buddy. Love okay. you. All right, guys. Enjoy Felipe. Bye.
5: Where's the weed at? Yo, where's the cocaine at? <laughs> We just got back from the Bahamas. We didn't port today, so we couldn't get any. <laughs> Felipe, how you doing, buddy? Good,
2: man. What's the world oh, in the street? Good. <laughs> man. Oh, that's doing good, man. Yeah,
5: pretty good. Oh, I- yeah.
0: Yeah. Grab one. What's, uh, wh- how- I want to talk a little bit about Los Angeles. I want to talk a little about Mexico. I want to talk about comedy. But first, my I, what I was so fascinated about is b- being born in Mexico. When did you
2: move to LA? <laughs> oh, man, um, no. We were like four, my brothers and I. We came with my mom, snuck in fair and square. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we came here illegally. Snuck in <laughs> no, no lie. fair and square. Though. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what was that process like?
2: <clears throat> um. Well, my dad, my dad. Well, I was born in Mexico. I was born in, I'm from, actually from Sinaloa. I'm from Sinaloa. Like I'm from a little town, smaller, it's, it's called, um, I don't even know the name of it, but. It's not my birth certificate, if you want to see it. Smaller than this boat. <laughs> Smaller than this boat, dude. Um, my, it was a small town. I remember being... I'm keeping it. It was a small town. Um, it was all dirt. I remember being little and like a, this water truck passing by and just wetting the ground. So, because be it's gonna be windy, so it's gonna be throwing dust everywhere. Yeah. So they were wet it to keep making muddy, so there's no wind or no dust to fly around around the town. <laughs> and uh, we had a bathroom outside, like an outhouse. My brother and I, we would play and just throw rocks in there and watch <laughs> shit, <Just laughs> fucking shit <done>. splash. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Mexico. What else you do? Yeah. And uh, I got. We live in a. And I'm having flashbacks of how I lived, but it was so little. We lived like in a, I'll call it like a villa of five houses, and they were all owned by our family. They were all like family members. I don't, know, I don't know if they rented, but my mom's dad lived there. Her mom lived there. Her, her sister lived in the other house. There's another house over there where my, um, my aunt lived there with a man with one arm. We we'll call him mocho. <laughs> we give each other, Mexican. We give each other nicknames, man. By By how bad your body is. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you were with us, your name they'll call you Chino. (laughs) (laughs) But it had nothing to do with Chinese because your hair is curly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chino, right? Yeah, they call you Chino.
0: (laughs) So why why was Mocho named Mocho?
2: He had no arm, man. (laughs) I think he fell off. It was cut off by a train or something. I don't know. (laughs) Really? Or he injured. So we lived there, man, and and um. I don't remember much about living there. But it was just as, it was hot, and <laughs> we need to get out of there. My dad went to Mexico, America first, and then he came back and grabbed us. But when we when were living in Mexico, we crossed first time was was like a, a coyote, a smuggler, and then like they we got arrested, we got pulled over because they used to be like a once you make it once you cross the border back in the late seventies. You're not really scot free yet because they had like, um, um, County, um, San Clemente County Sheriffs. Oh, right. Yeah. And they were doing their own border, like border checkpoint on the yeah. freeway. Oh, wow. So they were randomly stopping cars. So we got stopped and <laughs> they were, the, the man was left free and we, we went to um a little jail. My mom went to a jail. I don't remember much of it. I just know they gave us peanut butter jelly sandwiches with chips and. We were watching Disney cartoons. We were happy. So every time you came <laughs> back to Mexico, did you have to pay again to pay the smugglers to do it? I don't anything? know. I was little. It was not paid by me. So <laughs> I was just dragged along. And <laughs> it makes you so pay him back. So when we finally made it, um, my we got my aunt said, man, you keep getting busted. So um, my little brother, we, we dressed him up like a little girl. And uh, we borrowed our cousin's passports yeah. to cross the border legally. Yeah So with my brother We're like for two weeks He was wearing like A little dress Like three or two years old And No your name is this We're giving him The, the fake The, the yeah. name he's gonna use Right So he's gay No he's not gay He's gay now um, <laughs> 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 yeah, what is He right didn't there? come out of the closet He came out of the country But me gusta La so how do you tell, convince a kid to like your name is now? How do you do that? I don't know, man. I have to ask him. That's fucking nuts. But he was little, but like we had no choice. Yeah. So you had to walk with a little dress and um, around while we're playing Marbles, he had a dress, riding bicycles, and then when he got to the border for his first um, acting debut and yeah, <laughs> he legit. got the Oscar winner.
5: He got a SAG <laughs> card. He got a SAG
2: card after that yeah. <laughs> for crossing the border. Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: That's pretty wild. So when you get you get to LA, how old were you when after the third
2: time? Oh, that, that time I was probably five, six. I remember we went to kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. And we got our measles shots and everything. Did you speak good English or was it not? Nah. No. We learned from watching television. What's what was your favorite show that taught you uh, English? Duke's hazard? Hell yeah. <laughs> so we had a southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? That's hilarious.
5: No way!
2: That is insane. So did yeah, we were saying words nobody understood. Like, yeah, hey, homie, catty corner over there. Nobody <laughs> knew what we were talking about.
1: Oh
0: my god, Sam so, Dukes. So how long did you, did you get picked on as a kid, or what?
2: No, I, I, well, everybody gets picked on, you know, but later on. Like if you're funny, you get to hang around with the bullies, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't bully you, but they bully your friends, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, no, he's. Well, with you us hang now. around with those guys they, they keep messing with me. <laughs> yeah, you're saying y'all and they're shit. They like my jokes, <laughs> y'all. <laughs>
5: What's up, y'all? Wearing a Confederate flag
2: jacket. Yeah. So what part-
5: Dude,
1: I had one.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I I got funny somewhere and I pasted it on my jacket. <laughs> General, the back Lico. then everybody had that man like. I think I'm Iron Maiden was big, right? So yeah. everybody, ha- some people put British flags, you know. Yeah. But but I, I found a Confederate flag and I put it in my jacket. Nobody said anything. No. That people just. I f- love that f- show, <laughs> man. <laughs> Fucking Daisy Duke is hot. <laughs> yeah,
0: she was. So, so what about so you get older, you're getting older and you're older. How hard was it to basically your family? Like, was it hard for them to get jobs and stuff? Like what type of jobs were they getting when they were No, when kid? we
2: got to uh, America, my dad already had a job. He was he was working as a, as a I don't know, like a, a machinist. He was like an arc welder. Okay. So they were working with steel oh, cool. all the time, cutting metal. So he had a job already. And most of my family, my brothers, my dad's family—they were working in the record business, mm-hmm. but not like producing music. Pressing records, oh, okay. Okay. oh vinyl, vinyl. Oh, sick. they were putting vinyls in the in the thing, and the, put it in the machine, and they were the machine would put the paper on it, the, the plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't I don't know where they worked for Warner Brothers, but they worked for a a place where they pressed records and put them in. Um, they were stacking them, so. We had a lot. My cousin Bati, she had a lot of albums, bro. Like, without her, we wouldn't know nothing about music. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, we're- she had everything. She had Peter Frampton live, <laughs> oh, but yeah. not the album, the the album that had his photo on it. Oh, oh shit. Whoa. It was first an album pressing. that had, like, a picture of Peter Frampton on it. Yeah. And the that first was, pressing. Like, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was. The whole album was blue with his long hair like that. It's probably worth a lot of probably worth so, a lot of money now, yeah. actually. Did he did she keep it? She I don't know what she had right now, but we I used to just go there, bro, like like it was her record store, like going through everything. <laughs> steal from. So
0: what were the first records that you fell in love with? Fucking Foreigner, but whatever she
2: had. <laughs> yeah. Hot blooded, can't you see? <laughs> and I don't know the other band, but they just... I I don't know the other band. Hot Child in the City. Oh. She was like 18, I was twelve do dance with her. Sounds <laughs> fun. Hitting her, hitting her stomach. <laughs> did you, when did you start getting into, like, East Lo's music? No, I really got into, like, punk first. It's sick. Like what? Like, uh, well, I was mostly into Iron Maiden. Hell yeah. Because when I was in seventh grade, I had a teacher named uh, Mr. Root. And he was, like, a half Mexican, half white dude. And he went to that. He was, he was proud that he went to... Um, Kent University? Yeah, yeah. He was there when, he, when the when the, the, shooting? Um, the shooting. He was yeah. there. Holy shit. And uh, he was... So one day, like, we were not paying attention to him at all, bro. He, like, we were throwing M&Ms in the room. It was an English class. <laughs> and then he said one day, he said, um, you know what, man? Everybody bring your favorite album. Your favorite rock album. Your favorite music album. So I didn't bring nothing, man. My <laughs> mom said, don't take shit to school. You're going to break it. <laughs> No, no, no. You can't take my you can't take my my tira in norte over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my a friend of mine, he brought Iron Maiden album, The Number of the Beast, yeah. right? Right. And the first song he played was "Run to the Hills." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the whole it was, the class was all Mexicans, bro. Like, yeah. like three. T- there was cholos goth mexicans and stoner mexicans heavy metal which was me yeah and uh, then there was one white dude named Paul, blue eyes the only white dude in the hood <laughs> and man when fucking uh run to the hill started <laughs> <laughs> what is that thing that america's trying to stop people to learn <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah running oh no yeah, no yeah. what is that thing that uh conservatives like do, do they don't want you to learn about the real history of america oh yeah yeah,
5: yeah. uh uh See, critical uh, race, Curical racer, Curical race
2: yeah. t- uh, whatever critical race theory, t- t- right? CTR. This is why they don't have this, bro. Seventh <laughs> <laughs> grade, this guy plays automated run to the hills, and then he starts breaking down every lyric like poetry. Yeah. you know, like when you write poetry, they tell you how to write poetry. So he broke. We, we got a copy of run to the hills, the lyrics. Yeah, he played it, and it was started off with. The white man came across the sea. <laughs> he brought us pain and In misery. misery. Yeah. He killed our tribes. So then he goes he goes into this, I don't know, man, this debate. <laughs> and he starts yelling, getting all political, all Chicano. Uh-huh. And then he looks at Paul, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> Did you? Were you wearing a Confederate no, patch? Fucking, fucking, fuck it. my whole gets up. He goes, "Fuck you, asshole!" Hey. And he fucking runs out of the classroom. We never saw him again. <laughs> and then, and then he goes, "Then Mr. Rugo, see that's why we don't teach this stuff here." <laughs> Can't handle it. They think we're lying. they so. They but he, to he went crazy, it. dude. Like he started breaking down. Every lyric from "Run to the Hills," man. We didn't even get to the other albums. <laughs> we didn't get to the like her "Saturday Night Fever." You are in the middle of Marie the classroom. James. We didn't even get to that. We just talked about Iron Maiden. Just white history, yeah. Just white man. History. He started. Then he starts talking about. Oh, then and then um, he brought his homie in the classroom. There was this dude that would just show up. He was like his Mr. Roots' friend. I guess he he worked like he's a screenwriter or something. But he was sit in the classroom next to him while he's teaching, stone as fuck, bro. Just reading a newspaper like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, who invites their homie <laughs> to just sit there high?
0: It's so, like the guy on the couch. I, think at I think that's space. why I'm here. Yeah, so cruise. that was that
2: was like the, the best class I ever had. What did?
0: When did you start? Like, you said you were one of those stoners. When did you start smoking weed? Oh, man, I started smoking
2: weed until I was, like, 20. Oh really? oh, really? My dad would say, that's for the devil. Oh, really? My dad said, you're going to be a bum or something like that. <laughs> but you were in a gang? When were you in a gang? I got, I got everything started when I was 20, bro. I was no late shit. bloomer, bro. was a good year So, like, what you? happened? Why would you decide to join a gang when you were 20? Oh, I was hanging around with um, with these guys. Well, I got my girlfriend pregnant, like, in, like in 11th grade or something. And, um... So you're fucking. That was your. Yeah, that man. was your drug. Yeah, I was fucking, bro, with no, no condom, and yeah. I had no skills, bro. I was just coming. <laughs> I was having sex till I came, bro. No, no, like I wasn't bringing my shoulders in like I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't leaning on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just straight coming, gravity. Just gravity. Ball, <laughs> just, gravity. It's just fast, bro, like a colonizer, bro. Just fast. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get to the next native. Spanish Armada, dick. <laughs> Bass, bro. It was like Holding a knife You know So was, was it scary When she said you're? Hey I'm pregnant Well man When she said She was pregnant I said man That's fucked up Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright I gotta tip out She said Why is it fucked up You're raise this baby By yourself <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go Smoke weed with my homie yeah. You
0: weren't even smoking weed You were 17
2: Yeah so. and, uh, she, But when um, She got pregnant I was like Fuck man Like like I was trying to save up money for an abortion because yeah. they were like a hundred and something back then. Yeah, or a hanger or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Hey, this is exactly Louis. what we need, Felipe. Yeah. And, uh, but um, you know, it's funny. My friend, um, my friend, he loaned me the money, but when I had, but I never had two hundred dollars in my pocket before. Yeah. So fuck, I went to the movies with her. right? <laughs> You went on a date night before the abortion. No, I spent the money on movies and we um. I said I looked at her and said, "You know, we're gonna keep it. I want to see what it looks like." Oh no, yeah. Did did you like have like a? Did you talk to your parents? You like morally, ethically? You're like, fuck it. I want to keep the baby. No, no, no. no. Is it keeping it? I I I just mom one day. Like, hey, she's pregnant, and she said you fucked up. (laughs) I said, no, you fucked up. Your grandma is thirty (laughs) five. Oh my god! Nah, <laughs> that's so good. That's part of my bed, but that's what I found oh, yeah. her, <laughs> But that, but I know. But that's what, that's what the parents are thinking. They're not thinking about you getting pregnant. They're thinking about you made me a grandma, motherfucker. Yeah. Or they're thinking like uh, you're gonna make me support this baby because right. you can't well, afford to support this baby.
1: <laughs> Free, <laughs> Free
2: babysitting. <room>. <laughs> yeah. That was a part of people like who like people. Who are, oh, I gotta ask my mom to babysit. Yeah. You, you don't ask. Yeah. You just show up with your kids. And then when they're fucking eating, you fucking dip, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, mom? All right, cool. I'm gonna go hang out you with you. your homies. cell phone there and everything. <laughs> yeah. Irish. And they got to call you. i like, oh, if I forgot my cell phone too.
0: So, like, okay, so maybe that's the reason why you joined a gang.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I needed money, man. Yeah. More babysitters too? <laughs> yeah. <who> no, <know? laughs> you know, what happened was I was hanging around with these kids. And I say kids because I was already, they were younger than me 13, 14, 15, 16 year olds. Now I was 17. <laughs> And then those other kids that were nineteen—they were too old, man. But one day we were hanging out, and we were um, we were at a park. No, we were at this place buying burritos. It was like seven of them. We were only bought two. Of them. We were gonna share them. And um, but then there were these other guys who had money. They were laughing at us, like all oh, these fucking poor ass motherfuckers. <laughs> They're gonna all take one bite out of that burrito. <laughs> then my friend got all mad and. Started. I was already outside in a parking lot, just waiting. I had no money, but I was gonna get the last bite. You know, the brooch, the bottom of the burrito, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the burrito roach, the
5: yeah. best part of the, the burrito, brooch, by the way. It really is. As
2: well, the sour cream and avocado sits. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the broach, <laughs> the,
0: heel, brooch, the, the So you're like, maybe I don't
2: need money. I could just yeah. get the broach every right. time. So we left. Like, they got into a fight with those those guys in the restaurant. And I I remember they got into a fight with those, like a fist fight, all of them. Mm -hmm. And um, those guys ran in their car and took off. And then we were on foot. So we decided to go to that park, Hollenbeck Park. What, where'd you live? Boyle Heights. Oh, okay, cool. Hollenbeck Park. That where you used to live, Andy? He's, you're in San Gabriel Valley. Valley. Close enough, bro. It's a hardcore gang of what they call Sangria. They don't fuck around. And, um... (laughs) (laughs) They don't fuck around. And, um, so, um when i crossed the the bridge well, it wasn't just was a little park a little lake you no know, a little ham bridge yeah. on the lake so i cro- i got to I hey, mean i'm across the lake and if i see him, i'll let you guys know so i walked i crossed the lake and as soon as i got up to the hill i turned around bro those two those three those two guys they were chasing all my friends with guns bro what? they were shooting at them what yeah they for what for that fight Oh my God! For that misunderstanding at that barrio, I didn't think <laughs> it were gonna get down like that. Right, that's a little bit. Much. I didn't know how fight how fight that how bad that fight was. So when those guys are running like this, there's another kid that was with us, but he's not. He, was, he, he wasn't with at the fight. He's running towards the guys that were yeah. shooting. Right. So as soon as he runs toward, everybody to turn around. It's too late, bro. They fucking... They shoot him right there. I, I watched the whole thing. They shot him like... Whoa. Point blank. The two guys, they shot him like 14 years old. Rafa. What do yeah. you think of like... Was that like the first time you desensitized death? No, I, I, had, I had seen it before, but not like in front of me. Like I've I seen someone like on the floor or or someone OD'd or someone jumped mm-hmm. off a bridge. Right. But um, man, nah, I saw it happen. It was like... Then my other friend, like he picked him up and... Cause there was a hospital right across where 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 I was, and I remember like watching blood come out of his eyes and his mouth and his nose, and it was like foam, bro. Like, and like he was—I really, never seen somebody suffocate. He was suffocating with with his own blood. Oh fuck! Dude. And um, it was hard because I was keep looking at his. He had a twin brother, <laughs> and he was there too, right? And he was not shot. I keep looking at him like fuck. Yeah. It could have been you, you know. Yeah. Then, I, but yeah, that was like the core. What was the twin brother doing? Running. Oh, freaking out! Yeah. He was running, bro. He was he around with those guys, and I saw it from the top. I don't believe it in signs, you know, but I always people. Somebody told me like that. Oh man, that was like uh, when um, when Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction, where he gets shot, but the bullets go through them, but they didn't get they sh- didn't get shot. Yeah. I felt like somebody intervened. Yeah. you know like 50 God cent. had better plans 50 cent yeah Jeez. but I think, I think it's shot but I remember we went to um long story short man um, that guy who did it he's doing like 32 life right wow he's doing 32 life and I was doing a show one time man a lawyer came up to me this age the lawyer the Asian lady and then she like I've never I never really talked about this I only talked about it once with a, on Barry cast podcast but it was like, I couldn't really get through the story. Yeah. Because I kept breaking up, you know. But I, I did a show one time on Terror Improv. And this um, lawyer comes out to me. And then she says, uh, she starts talking about what I'm telling you guys, right? Because I didn't know she knew. Yeah. Right. Right? She knew details. Long story short, the guy who did it, he was trying to come out of prison on the innocence program. Oh. Oh, fuck. Like, you know, like trying to say that he's innocent. Right, right. The whole time. But he did it, you know. Yeah. But because most of the people that were witnesses to the crime at the time, they went on to grow up to be hardcore criminals. Right. Yeah. Except so they me. can't talk. So you're Except the only. Me. Oh, so they tried to get you to rat them out. No, they, no. To say that it didn't happen that way. Oh. Because oh, he's should to come out. It was his lawyer. And, yeah, his okay, lawyer trying, trying to get out. Okay, okay, trying to okay. come out on the innocent program. Right. Because there's a lot of people that were falsely accused of a crime. Right. But he's trying to he's, he put his name on that list. As someone that was falsely accused, but now nah, motherfucker, you were there. Yeah, I yeah. saw. It. I saw you there. <laughs> you know, but um, were you nervous or? To when say- she came up to me, I was like, I was like, like, a, like you, you meet people and after a show, it's small talk, you know. Yeah, but yeah. and then somebody tried to talk to, you, hey man, for third grade, Mister Rude, whatever. Yeah. Right. You are just gonna go, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I got a call and this and that, and then the sister try to come up to me. My what? brother at your show. My brother's a good man. What the like fuck? he's a good man. I don't know about that. You know, he's changed his life. He's Christian now. Oh, yeah. But in my head, I just see a fourteen-year-old guy dying. Yeah. He's, that's the only memory I have. Yeah, I don't mean, right. a you know, Fuck. If you fucking save, uh, cure, cured AIDS, eh? Right. If exactly. you killed a child. Yeah. Right. So did you say? Did you say no? He's. That's, uh, I, um, I, 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 sent him a letter. I said that, um, that I've been that that day has been has been, has been troubling my whole life. That was the reason I smoked crack. You know, using yeah. all that. But it's true. It's true. Is that yeah. the reason why you started getting into drugs? There's no PTSD. There's no um, when you grew up in the neighborhood or or like, even the school shootings, they barely got um classes to deal with it or therapy or anything. Or therapy. Like there that. was yeah, none yeah. of that when we were yeah. kids. Yeah. Right. Well, there was none right. 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 You just tell you. Suppressed. Suppress. You yeah. 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 Suppressed. Yeah. Yes. Therapy's like eight years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For and kids. Like I, a show. A joke. I have. I say that. Um. That um, like if somebody would have talked to me back then and like dealt with it, you know, like, hey man, but I never dealt with it. So just like shocked, you know? Holy shit, dude! But I think about it sometimes. Like fuck. So he didn't get out then? No, nah, he didn't get out. We are all witnesses, though. We are all witnesses to the crime. They, all, they we all, we all got arrested that day. Do you um, think? Oh, that's right. why you got into comedy to desensitize I how think hard so. life is. But I always wanted to be a comedian, man. Um, I went to rehab. After um, a year later, man, I was cracked out. Were you selling crack, too? Yeah, bro. selling and smoking it, breaking even. Wow. Yeah, man. I live in a a neighborhood where it was, like, the hottest. Like, if you wanted, back in the days, in the 80s, late 80s, Thai bud. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. Thai stick. Yeah. Real Thai stick. Not that fake one. Like, you bud in my neighborhood. Yeah. My neighborhood was called Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> but no but nobody's land bro. Yeah. And um later on it became um just crack land but it was <laughs> <Yeah>. before <laughs> that it was so people drive by bro Asians, everybody's Thai bud and they'll get a little stick of bud. So when does that kind of the reason why you joined the gang to like kind of like
0: get free crack and Sell it and just have a community with. I you had no to choice.
2: Okay? I wanted to, but we really had no choice. There was a, a my na- my neighborhood and the neighborhood that I like. There was there was gangs, but they belonged to the somehow you belong to the bigger gang. Like the, there was a gang called um, Pico Stoners, right? Mm-hmm. And the, and that gang, it was just a bunch of guys playing football. <laughs> it was football jerseys, and they just wrote Stoners thirteen. You know. But they played football against other guys that were into heavy metal. But those guys, um, there was a bigger gang in my neighborhood called Cuatro Flats, uh-huh. Fourth Street Flats, and then Primera Flats, Torrance Tortilla Flats, and um, those guys ended up being from that gang later on, you know. Yeah, and the gang that I was in, uh, the biggest gang around where I grew, where I was, this gang was that with me was all Crips, oh. First Street East Coast Crips. Whoa. Because Boyle Heights was covered with black people, maybe yeah. before um, shit went down. So our our gang was connected to them, you know. Yeah. So everybody thought we were like a black a, a gang that's trying to be black. Oh, okay, so okay, okay. They, used to, they used to make fun of us like the Mexican Crips. They thought you were yeah. under the Crip umbrella, yeah. but you weren't under the. Crip But we umbrella. were not. But, but what what, what um, but there was what yeah that that was the thing, man. Um, we had that that stigma.
0: Yeah. But did you feel like you liked it because it was a form of community?
2: So what happened, bro, when I got jumped in, I was already 19, which is old man in the neighborhood, yeah. right? right. So they were going around looking for, I don't know, deserters, deserters right? Right. People who uh-huh. don't hang out with the gang, but they're part of the gang. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, we went looking for them. And hey, man, we haven't seen you in three months. Right. Or four months.
5: And then yeah, we hey, just, we'll
2: we give them, it's like, so we are going to take you to court. Then so we just jump him, bro. Oh so You just
5: get shit. beat up if you don't show up for six beat, weeks, Beat basically. them up
2: to put them back in line. Yeah. Let them know that you're still from the hood. Or, and then they, while, they're, while they're getting jumped, and if they want to get jumped out, it, be, it just becomes a longer beating. Yeah? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, so they're, they're like, oh, I'm still in, I'm still in. You know, just to get... Oh, because they don't start, want the beating to keep
5: you yeah. on. They're like, fine, I'll stay. <laughs> so I
2: was part of that beating... Even though I was not like in the gang. Oh, shit. I, I was beating the, all those guys up, even though I'm, I wasn't part of the gang. Wow. So one day, the, the, the same night, some guy looks around and goes, so what's so, up, so bad man? You want to get jumped in now? <laughs> <laughs> You've been coming to meetings for a while now. So I thought, to make I, I thought it was like, you know, like, being, like being part of the band, but you're not really part of the band. Yeah. But you, you say you're part of the band. <laughs> He's like the side guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Our armor. poser, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so I said, yeah, <laughs> man, I'm down. Then they just jumped me, and that was it. So what about jumping out? Was that how hard did you your ass kicked man? Oh man, I never got jumped out. No? Oh. You just kinda left? Yeah. yeah. But I still I still hang around with them. They still respect I still respect them and I see them. Yeah. They come to my shows. That's awesome. One time I was there was a table like like this table and I'm like, wow, it's a big table. I'm, oh, Felipe, those are your friends. Yeah. Really? And I looked at the I looked at the the, the I guess reserved for and they had the gang name. Uh, oh shit! That's fucking official.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, my God. This, that is definitely reserved. <laughs> <laughs> no, those seats are taken.
2: <laughs> so, so I went to. Um, I got hooked on crack during those times, and um, did you ever overdose? No, nah, man. I uh, guess it was never that good. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get good enough. Drugs. it is, man. When, when somebody ODs next to you, like if you're already partying. You try to find out where he got it from because right. you want to be like that. Yeah, right. Right. really? Is it like that? Yeah, A heroin, oh, yeah. Because it's good. If it's good, if somebody owed Ds on the heroin, you know that it's really good. Right. So you cut it up smaller now. Oh, so wow. you wouldn't end up dead like him. What about
0: fucking on heroin? Like, is that good?
2: <sighs> well, I don't know, man. I never, I never only, only did heroin in Amsterdam. Yeah? And I smoked it. You smoked Uh-oh. it. Like opium or? or no, like aluminum foil straw.
5: Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the crack version of heroin. Yeah, man.
2: What'd that feel like? I don't really know because I was on crack too, so... (laughs) I just know that I peed out of my ass (laughs) immediately. (laughs) Like, it was like a painful watershed, man. It was like... (laughs) Amsterdam! When it I got home hooked, bro, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna clip this How did you not do it more than once? If, like, isn't it pretty addictive? I was wind? drunk. Uh, every, every drug ever did, I've done, I've done it drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never been like sober going, man, you know what? Today I'm gonna smoke crack.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Is there but any it, drugs you still think about as being a sober man now?
2: Crack. Yeah, you love crack. Yeah. What do you? What's what? Like a, when when I see like a copper, like a, I pass by the store, and I see the brillo pad. <laughs> oh man. I start playing, trying to make a little ball. <laughs> no way, really, <laughs> bro. I won. I remember one. I was in um Texas, <laughs> Houston, Texas. Um, you know they give um the the artist uh, a a hotel for the for the every every artist stays at this hotel yeah. because they have a contract. I made that. I I made them lose the contract, bro. So the really? next, what the yeah. The next, what happened? What'd you do? I was staying at a, um, I was staying at a, at a at a hotel that had a jacuzzi with a suite, and I was jumping from the bed to the jacuzzi over and over, mm-hmm. you know. And then, was soaked, and <laughs> <laughs> I was partying, man, from the moment I got there.
5: Yeah, I got there on <laughs> Thursday.
2: I partied a little bit, but from Friday to Monday, I was I didn't even sleep. Yeah, so. And I, man, it was. <laughs> and you're doing comedy back then? Yeah, I was doing stand up. I was performing every night and coming home. Wow. Damn, you're like the, the Mexican uh, Sam Kinison. Dude. Yeah, man. I remember um, my nose was all like, one of my nose was bleeding, you know? On and stage? You no, know, uh, oh. uh, uh, we were hanging out in the hotel room and there was no more. Um, I was like, fuck this. How are we going to do this? You know? How are we going to get more high? Because my nose can't take it anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. What I should have done was, I should have just put the Coke in a little bit of water, you know? Yeah. And it's like a, like yep. a squirt, like a yeah, water sailing. gun. That's yeah. the new thing now. Everybody's doing it with the
0: nasal sprays. Yeah. When was the first time you were starting to make people laugh?
2: Always? Your whole life? You've been making people Always. laugh? Always. When I was a kid, I guess the teacher asked, Why is Iran and Iraq fighting? <laughs> and I yelled out my hand because they can't decide how to end the word. <laughs> Fuck you. It's <Mr>. a Q. <laughs> no, it's <end." laughs> <laughs> Pretty good joke for a twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher laughed, that she couldn't give the real answer no more. <laughs> what?
0: What was harder to uh, make people laugh—people in your gang or white people?
2: Mm-hmm. I think people in the gang. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because you know a lot. Of, some of those fools don't want to laugh. You know. Yeah. They don't want to laugh they, they, they think it's a sign of weakness. Really? Wow. So they're definitely not crying. Yeah, so <laughs> I see a fool with a mustache. You know, like this. I was, oh man, I like this homie. He left it from the inside. That's where it counts. <laughs> yeah, The old homes. The heart. <laughs> yeah, no, but the hardest show i have ever done were the ones where um, they give me a, a, a list of things not to talk about or not to say. And yeah, then Because same. most of my act, I think that the hardest show I ever did was I did a show for the the Sam Walmart employees. Oh, yeah, Sam Walton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, in Arkansas? In Ar- yes. Fayetteville? In
0: Fayetteville?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ben. Nah, we play there all the time. Benville. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beninville, yeah. yeah. I, I did one for the the West Coast Latin region managers. So the whole show was all Latinos, you know, manager yeah. from right. Tulare, from Texas, from South Padre, Walmart, so right. all these guys. Yeah. And I couldn't say, shit, dick, pussy, ass, bitch. Yeah. You don't know that shit. <laughs> They're like, why did you hire me? And that was like the most I ever got, man. I felt like a out. but but those people like it's funny how they turn out not, not to be clean, but then they wonder why you're so clean. They're right? Yeah, because they told me to be clean. Your boss told me. Because I have a joke to- where I say, you know, it's time to lose weight when the girls start sucking your tits. <laughs> 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 so I said, man, it was time to lose weight. When me and this girl were kissing, and she was playing with my, she was squeezing my boobs. Yeah, squeezing. Oh, wow. it does take
5: some of the bite out of the joke.
2: Doesn't yeah, it? how do you yeah. approach?
0: Yeah. yeah, so like when you, so you're like, all right, they give you this guidelines. How do you approach the jokes? Like that is like, like, like that. Like, so you true. read
2: every joke in your head and say, yeah. all right, how do we clean changed, them uh, up? Like I try not to, before. All of my jokes were about fat chicks, you know, and yeah, people right. get offended, yeah. so now we just turn it to me. Right. No, you're the fat chick. I said, yeah, man. (laughs) The other night, I I opened up my pants, and it opened up like a life raft. (laughs) (laughs) Because normally the joke is, I went home with this girl, man, she opened up her butt thing, that bitch opened up a life raft. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You ever get caught with crack? No man, never been arrested for anything like that. Never really? been arrested. Cause I smoke it all, dude. No. Yeah, but like, <laughs> how do you, you bring it? How some, do you so. bring it like to Texas and all I never, I never traveled. No, you oh. try to get Brad. it. I never traveled. With, you can find it. I never traveled with drugs because I look like somebody that already has it. Yeah. Oh, you because you've been touring. Yeah, so they. I look like somebody with like like looking for drugs. Like as they see dogs, people thought, "Oh, they're gonna get him. They're yeah. gonna get me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you it must have been tough to like you know it's like you were like ah oh, this is a great joke and your friends in the gangs were like yeah they're trying not to laugh and like did that how'd you approach your self-confidence in comedy when people aren't laughing at your jokes
2: oh man at first they'll just stay sad up there yeah you don't know what to do man you just stay quiet your mouth gets dry and yeah you start feeling <laughs> hair on your back yeah you start thinking... man I, I did a I did a, a documentary Just on bombing Like not getting laughs Really? Damn. It's called am um, dying up here Or oh, yeah, I'm yeah, dying yeah. Um, On the Amazon I think I'll and I ta- Yeah that's it yeah. And I talked about how Me personally I said bombing on stage Like with nobody laughing It feels like Your dad smacked you in the face In front of everybody <laughs> <laughs> And then you gotta go play now And everybody <laughs> <laughs> Like you didn't just get hit Yeah And you're like this Yeah wanna play? <laughs> exactly <laughs> you got hit at the beginning of the party <laughs> and you have to sit down and they got to sing happy birthday to you after your dad slapped you oh my god when did you damn when did you realize you had a problem with
0: crack and when did you feel like you needed to go to rehab
2: i never went to rehab no? i went to rehab when i was younger in my 20s and i was 10 years sober like no what no drugs oh wow no marijuana no cigarettes no nothing and then one night dude i just got bummed out and said fuck this from what I don't know. Just wanted to drink. I went to the store. We've all been there. Frozen <laughs> mudslides, bro. I started yeah. pounding them, and next thing you know, I'm back to being on, like back to being devious, bro. Like, like I, I, when you're, I guess when you've been doing a, a an, if you're like a real addict, like a guy that that parties, that's what that's what's dangerous, you know, because you're trying to go back to the same t- time in your life, you were Smoking like that, and you always do, man. I remember like. And Ralphie May, this comedian, will make fun of me because I thought it was gonna be a secret, but I guess everybody found out. When I was in Texas, I called a room service (laughs) and I asked for baking soda and a big ass spoon.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious?
2: (laughs) Holy shit. Did they? Did they give it
5: to they you? Brought it. Oh my god! I'm making muffins. <laughs> what? They? You asked? Was it a nice hotel? No, it was like a residence inn. <laughs>
2: I like that they had it. It's probably there. Yeah. It's already he, half used. And then it took two people to bring it in. Wow. The guy gave me like a baking soda from the kitchen, and he gave me like a like a, bra- like a nice fat spoon. That's so funny. And. He, wow. he has security with him. I said, how how you brought him. Oh man, this wouldn't believe me. You ordered this. He wanted to see how you look. <laughs> we want to know if we could come in there and hang out. <laughs> oh my you. god! Yeah, man. So I was like chilling, man, in my hotel room, trying to trying to get this, trying to get this powder and it's cracked. Trying to make powder, trying to make crack in my hotel room before the show or after the show. How do you make crack? I don't know. Well, if you want to learn, I it. <laughs> you got the internet? You just get powder and throw a little bit of water in it. And there's usually enough baking soda because of whatever cut that person made. Right. But if you burn it like this, you start foaming it and you you start seeing it, bro. Like, it just, it don't turn out right of way. There's other stuff you got to do, but... I used to smoke with this guy that was like I think he was a crack scientist, bro. <laughs> like he would get these big rocks and like big crack, he goes, Man, we got big ass crack. Oh man, fuck that shit. These shits are weak. So he would like put the crack in the spoon with a little bit of water and burn up burn all the bad shit out of it. Oh right. And then it'll just become one little tiny rock. Like washes it out. Yeah, and then that... Little rock is good.
0: What's the ba- why does baking soda like just it just puts it together? Right. Okay. And then you could smoke it. It's a bonding yeah.
5: agent, basically.
0: You never smoked it. I never. I I smoked coke Our, in a cigarette. Freebase. Oh, that's a good. A yeah. freebase. That was primo. That was pretty tight, actually.
2: But I knew I
0: didn't know that I'd like this too much. I had to stop
2: yeah. completely. Yeah, that's why I, I stopped, man. The the second time I, I quit doing drugs was was for two thousand nine, mm-hmm. right. I've been sober since 2009. Damn. No awesome, alcohol.
0: Man. That's fucking good. I'll clap to that.
2: Yeah, man. Go, baby. Clapping clap right now. That's I, I, I've been sober ever since, Meg. But um, you know, like, like, and I'm vegan too. So that's um, that's another battle. um especially <laughs> the shit, eh?
1: Oh my
0: god. Then fuck. How do you eat on this fucking yeah, cruise? Yes, dude.
2: I asked the guy. Um, I asked the guy. Where do gays eat?
5: Oh my god. Nah. Where's nah. the gay
2: restaurant? Who's oh gay? my God! <laughs> where do you send the people with the nicer toes to eat here? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God! The shortest shorts on the ship. Where There's like three are gay guys to? on the. Where have you shirt? Send people to eat who don't have m uh, 6 uh, M6G T-shirts? <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right, right, right. <laughs> you know, so it's sad, at the hotel man. You know, sad. I saw a couple over here, man. Like they were trying to swing all week, bro. Really? Yeah, they fucked? Yeah, no, they can't find another couple. They're too ugly, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I saw that uh, our friend, everyone keeps thinking she's Carter Cruz, you know, Yeah, yes. working here. She said a couple hit her up thinking she was Carter trying to get him to have a three-way with her up in her room. She's oh like, sorry, you got the wrong
2: girl. <laughs> There's been like seven girls who look like Carter and that yeah. girl you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because yeah, the other comedian looks like her too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Catherine. Uh, Catherine. Yeah, because yeah, I, th- I think somebody was taking a picture with a girl you're taking yeah, with. Yeah. Thinking that it was Carter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's where she wore that. Like,
5: she <laughs> yeah, were like, exactly. that was her costume yesterday. She had a t-shirt. Oh so.
2: man. Well, three I got two. More questions. What happened, though, when I was in rehab? Yeah. When I was in rehab the first time, um that's when I really quit using and I wanted to be a comedian. The um used to be you know how natural libre, he's yeah. not a priest, but he's a brother. He's right. like yeah. a Catholic brother. Yeah. He's sworn to the church. He he'll never get uh, that kind of person will never get married or he just devoted for servitude for the Catholic Church. Right. He can never be a priest because of his education or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe he had a wife, he'll go but to uh, he, he's just gonna be like a messenger boy. So when a priest, ha- when you like, if you're a household like you have money, if you need help, the main priest will go to your house. But if you're poor or you don't have no money, they'll send like a. Brother Juan. Yeah, yeah. Brother Jacob. So brother, um, this guy, um, Tim, he came to our camp and he was talking to other men, you know. Our rehab was non-denomination. Live again. Every Sunday, everybody went to different churches. Yeah. You know. So he said, um, I want you guys to write down five things you always wanted to accomplish in life. Or (laughs) five things you want to do in the future when you get out of here. So... A lot, of, a lot of the guys lot, and myself, we've never been asked this question before. So we're writing down like, you know, like so, some of men, some of these guys were in their 50s who never been asked it. They were writing stuff like when they were little. I always wanted to be a clown, you know, I always wanted to be Spider-Man yeah. or I want to be this. And then she said, no, 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 don't write like when you were eight, just write what you want to do in the future. So people were writing down different things. So I wrote down first thing I wanted to do, I wanted, I said, I want to be a, Comedian, eh? Really? Yeah, oh, cool. and then second, um, uh, but I still just want to be sober, third, happy, and then fourth, I like The Godfather, man, and Goodfellas, yeah. so I stay in Olive Garden, so I want oh, to go to Garden. Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Godfather time, Olive and the worst Garden. restaurant. Yeah, dog. <laughs> I like the best movie and the worst <laughs> restaurant. I always want to go to uh, <laughs> the Italy, man. Yeah, have you ever been? No. Oh, you gotta but go. But I've been to Olive Garden many times. <laughs> yeah, they got the breadsticks. <laughs> the, the the plate of Italy, right? So um, so I, now I, I wrote. I, I thought we we're gonna give it to him. He was gonna read it, and then we all laugh. But now he said, "No, no, no! Don't give it to me. Just keep it. Just keep it in your wallet, and whenever you find yourself with, with nothing to do and." Maybe you want to do drugs. Just look at your list. Maybe you will want to do some of those, one of those things instead. Yeah. So we have goals and a purpose now. So when I came out of rehab, I went to the Los Angeles Public Library uh-huh. to look for books about comedy. Yeah. Like comedy writing. And I, I walked up to the librarian, this older white lady, and she told me, I thought about comedy, and she took me to like the bottom of the library. There was all these sections of comedy, like... Um, Dante's um, comedy was both, uh, Not yeah. that bullshit You know yeah. And yeah. then now uh, George um, What's the name um, George, George Collins Cosby books oh, yeah, All yeah. of them And John Fonte But then it, Then it finally was to comedy writing And I saw this book By Gene Perret uh-huh. Comedy writing Step by step Oh yeah um took it out on loan and never took it back. <laughs> <laughs> Did it help you with your Yeah, bits? man, it had like it had like how to write jokes, bro. Like how to write a joke. I remember I said that like if you That guy used to write for the Two Night Show, the guy who wrote the book. So um I guess Johnny would talk him about I need jokes about dogs. Right. So this guy would do like he'll write dogs on the top of the page and write like four columns. And then he'd start writing on one column, he'll write all the dog names. He could think about like Chip, Boxer, Junior, or whatever dog names you could think of. Then this section he'll think about um, he, would, he all the type of dogs he could think about. You know, like Cocker Spaniel, Doberman Pinscher, Chihuahua. Then right here. You'll think about situation where you put a dog to, like, dog park, dog hospital, veterinarian, blah, blah, blah. And then funny things you've heard people say to a dog, sit down, or, you stupid motherfucker. Right. Yeah. You know, get over there. Yeah, speak. So then with all these columns, you start putting sentences together into bits. Oh, That's how you write a job, basically. Oh, yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. So, so if you do that every day, you're going to be a comedy writer. But now f- I can do it in my head. Do you feel like you're, you're a better writer on crack? Versus sober or No, sober because I started doing stand up sober. Oh, okay. oh, great. Yeah, right, I was right, never, right. Uh, later later on after the show, I thought I got hooked, but I was never really like um, on crack while doing stand up. Yeah. Only one time I was up for like five days and had a show and what was that show like? Standing ovation, bro. No way! Are
0: you serious? You're like, no, I don't want
2: to know that I'm good That's at hilarious. this on crack.
5: Yeah, you serious? I was serious? out there, bro, like, like this, bro, like,
2: like, like the penguin. We you know a purple sugar in the mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just <laughs> no way. See, yeah. you can hear the mic shaking I in the PA. <laughs> I, was, I, was get, I, was, I I put my my head in the sink and I got all cleaned up with cold water I dusted my off. And I got ready for the show. And I remember the, the promoter this comic said, hey, man, you should stop, man. You should think about what you're doing, man. There's, there's a lot of fucking kids out there. So, yeah. so people, a lot of people are here, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And I said, fuck off. <laughs> <Too laughs> you stupid, dog. <laughs> so I went up on stage. Bro, I don't know what I said, man. I was being funny, man, like. Then I remember there a little girl with a broken arm and she was sitting next to her dad. and I remember doing crowd work about real bad <laughs> hard work. What happened? Your dad broke your arm, huh? You're not so childless, but he broke your arm, huh? Why are <laughs> you bring your daughter's arm, motherfucker? Because she didn't throw a curve? You know She got to throw a curve underhand? <laughs> You're shaking, You wanted a, you wanted a son? <laughs> Damn. you like girls, right? And then, like, everybody was dying, bro. Then what happened at the end of the show? He comes up to I walked up to him and I said, Man, bro, next time next time you give me advice, you ask yourself, Can you do get a standing ovation with five days of no sleep? <laughs> and I haven't slept since.
0: That's wild. So when you got sober and you realized like, oh, now I'm now I'm in a groove. I'm learning how to I'm just becoming a master of myself. Do you think you felt more comfortable with
2: yourself? You didn't need Coke or anything? That's yeah, how you- man. You found love when I when I started getting sober in 2009, um I was like focused, you know. Um, you start loving yourself again. Yeah, and because um, you know you, you you go. I don't know how it is with a band, but as a comedian, you know, like when a when a comic is bitter or is sad or is talking a lot of shit, like a, a lot of people will say, "Oh fuck that guy," right. and then and then. But I'm not, I'm not like that. I, I My um, I email it goes, hey, man, I know what you're going through, man. You've been doing comedy 12 years. Right. You wake up in the morning and you see people who are making it. It started with you and you say, fuck that guy. Right. You know, I'm funny here. Oh yeah. You are, bro. You are funny. Yeah. And you should be there, but it's going to happen. And if you get past this tough time right now, it's going to happen. Right. Don't quit. So how many shows do you do a year? Like When I do the clubs, it's like six shows. A year? A weekend, right? A weekend, okay. yeah. Holy... F- and so every do weekend. like an hour a night, an hour and a half. So you do two
5: hours, like an early it, and a late. Three times a week. Is it
0: lonely being a stand-up? Like, you're always by yourself. You're in the band room, you know, like yeah, the band apartments. got to be lonely. Like, we're, we we have seven guys traveling with mm-hmm. us, so...
2: Sometimes it feels like the only people you talk to are the the, the front desk and the bus driver. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And everybody else is like, they yeah. just care to see the show. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're like, it's crazy. Stage. But things like... What uh? Just um, the boredom, man. Yeah. yeah, like before the show. Yeah, I turned out to get in trouble. Yeah, like people tell me, you should go jet ski. Now nah, that hurt my ankle. I have a yeah. shoulder knife. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't want to sitting down talking. Just go to a museum yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah,
0: and there's only so much porn you could fucking watch. And yeah, beat yeah. Off yeah, man. And like shit. I
2: watch all the porn, bro. Like yeah. I watch bloopers now. <laughs> He finished Pornhub. <laughs> really? <laughs> like when you go Pornhub or Pornhub where you put bloopers <laughs> and you see like the cut versions of the is bloopers. Is it really that? Hilarious what, they fall down and shit? Bro, nah, bro. This is one. I'm going to start going this this that, I'm bored with this porn. Chick, this chick, this girl, I want to say her name.
5: Andy's waiting for porn right? She's giving
2: a fucking a rim drop. Blah blah, 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 And he falls right in her mouth, bro. <laughs> oh my God. And, you, and, she, and she fucking runs. You fucking asshole. You fucking piece of shit. And you come and to you to can see him like this, sorry man oh my god they had fajitas for craft service
5: and then she has to go back to the scene I wonder if they have a little (laughs) sign like zero it has been zero days since someone got farted (laughs) that's a good one
2: yeah man so that's that's a good one you know and this is one where there's a gangbang and I guess it's brother doesn't get a turn. They start fist fighting each other, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what gets you hard. <laughs> and there's another one with this chick. Up. She's blowing this guy. She falls. She bites him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Is a bloomer? She's like, real? She's like a little bench like this, like that, blowing him. And then the bench breaks, and then she falls with his, her, his penis and his mouth. You go, ah! That's not a that's not a blooper in my house.
5: That's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Felipe, I can talk you for hours. I'll let you go. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me, man. What's
2: up, fool? What's oh, up, yeah. fool? Check out my What's Up so Fool podcast. I don't know when this airs, but I'm coming to Boise, Idaho next week. And Let's go. Humphreys by the Bay, you performed. Oh, there? Humphreys is yeah. great, dude. Hell oh, yeah. nice. That place is sick. Man, so what are you doing are you doing like theaters now too? Or what? I do something theaters, man, like um, I, I'm with a new agent now. So we're, we do like some theater like in Arizona or yeah. Tucson, the small town, Odessa, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Sick. God, Felipe, you're the GOAT, dude. Thank What's your you website? I mean, oh, felipesworld.com. Also, check out my other podcast my friend and I started. History for Fools. Oh, yeah. <laughs> F-O-O-S. Also, check me out in that movie. I mean, in these movies, I'm like, Five seconds there, man. Like you can't if you blink, you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> you people blue beetle.
0: Scale. I love it. Well, thanks for being on it the show. Scale big. Have fun out Day there. Player. And um, if you want to take some mushrooms, let's do it, let's end it with a bang
2: tonight, baby. I'd love to, man. Where are they? Okay, <laughs> we'll get to you. He's got them right there for you. <laughs> What's the Andrew,
0: destroy <laughs> <Detroit> lions, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Detroit> lions, baby. <laughs> Monday night football tonight. Let's go watch it.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. They're playing tonight. <laughs> All right, buddy. And kicker. Love you.
6: Hell yeah. You tuned in to the World Saving Podcast with Andy Fresco. Thank you for listening to this episode. Produced by Andy Fresco, Joe Angelou, and Chris Lawrence. We need you to help us save the world and spread the word. Please subscribe, rate the show, give us the crazy stars. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're picking this shit up. Follow us on Instagram at World Saving Podcast for more info and updates. Fresco's blogs and tour dates you find at andyfresco.com. And check our socials to see what's up next. Might be a video dance party, a showcase concert, that crazy shit show, or whatever springs to Andy's wicked brain. And after a year of keeping clean and playing safe, the band is back on tour. We thank our brand new talent booker, Mara Davis. We thank this week's guest, our co-host, and all the fringy frenzies that help make this show great. Thank you all. And thank you for listening. Be your best, be safe, and we will be back Next week. No edibles were harmed in the making of this podcast, as far as we know, any similarity to actual knowledge facts or fake is purely coincidental.